Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stancy, Romaran, and China Liao coming together once again live for the last time for now because China is leaving. But it's Thursday night and you know what that means. We have a lot to talk about once again. Ang dami natin ibe-breakdown. I think officially for uh, for the recorded version, China. Let's address why ito yung last live stream for oh, the foreseeable future. You know, foreseeable am, future. I, I am actually just I'm just gonna be with my family for a while, take a break from all the podcasting as well on this one and on Class Town. So if you guys are listeners to that one as well, we are going to be on a season hiatus of sorts, and we'll be back in about a month and a half. All right. All right, all right. So my six weeks. All. Yeah, so most, all uh, six, vacation away six, from here. Six weeks. <laughs> Pag na-figure out na natin yung corona, pag hindi, baka November nyo na ako makita. It happened to my family. <laughs> it could happen to me. <laughs> so, we know. Hey, for, we, we for what it's worth, it. Chino, you'll be going to a place with a better president, so good for you. Yeah, I've noticed right now, a, a lot of Filipinos are jumping on the American bag, bandwagon. Papakakano tayo today kasi gusto din natin mabalitan yung presidente natin. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have a choice. Gotta wait another year. If it actually happens, yes. Yeah. So it's very important that you register to vote if you're not happy with the way things are going down right now. Comelec's online registration portal is actually open. It's idahistra.comelec.gov.ph. Nandun yung requirements. Go check it out. Please register safely. Um, kaya kaya naman, uh, global pandemic notwithstanding. All right? What's up to everybody on Kumu and on the Facebook page? As China promised in pre-show, I think we have to start with Impact just because, as uh, he points out, they really made so much noise over the last week. So let's start with Hard to Kill. That main event between the Elite and uh, Rich Swan, Moose, and Chris Sabin was actually pretty good. Nagulat tayo na Alex Shelley got replaced by Moose. After that match, I just became a huge Moose fan. So galing. Uh, really, really impressive showing from him. And they they told a good story for in, in that main event. To the point na hindi siya sumobre. 
Like, I want to see more of, of uh, the Elite. I want to see more of the AEW Impact crossover following that six-man tag. And it looks like they're branching out now. I now. actually just have something to add. Right. Um, go, go, go. Earlier today, I was watching our usual, my usual daily dose of wrestling news. And it's actually, we can actually thank one Mr. Kenny Omega for this partnership. It's actually, he was the person who brought the idea to Tony Khan bridge the idea of working with other companies like Impact and hopefully New Japan down the future to try and bridge a sort of partnership, try and bring the Good Brothers back into the fold of sorts. And Tony Khan being Tony Khan, it was also his smarty way of one-upping the WWE by actually buying ads on Impact. He was just there to watch <laughs> a show. To watch a show, uh, for watch a t- an impact taping, and then all of a sudden on the spot, the why don't we buy spots on impact? <laughs> it was just a spur of the moment thing that worked out so well for for both companies. So good job on both of them. Hanuman, uh, I like the idea of having a non-world title match as the main event for such a big pay-per-view. I think it's a, I think we can qualify it as a big pay-per-view. They did go all out on this. It's huge. It's special, I think. And to make a six-man tag mean this much, especially pagsa both WWE and New Japan, they're usually relegated to mid-card spots at best. So I really like that they put a focus on this and they're making the most out of this to make both companies, especially Impact, seem like a bigger deal. Yeah, uh, we really saw that. No, I mean, after today's Dynamite, we kind of saw na Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers seem to be taking a break from messing with Rich Swan, And it looks like more parts are coming together in the crossover. We're seeing it with Private Party now being the number one contenders to the Impact Tag Team Championships. That, that's a big deal. Matt Hardy coming back to Impact under his new character of being the iconic Matt Hardy. Also a big step forward for this crossover. It's, it's a good way for, to bring Matt Hardy back into the fold because he actually shot on his old gimmick by saying that he used to be an impact tag team partner, but he lost because of a, quote, stupid teleportation gimmick. That's what he said. So the fact that he acknowledges <laughs> that he was broken Matt Hardy in Impact, one of the most iconic characters in Impact's history, is it's something it's something that credits his, his wrestling know-how and genius. You guys know that Matt's current gimmick right now is a shot at Vince, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Obviously, with the third-party yeah. shout-outs. Yeah. That was so good, by the way. What do, what do you guys think of it? Because uh, I, I don't... I get it because it gets natin. gets natin in humor. We know why it's funny because it's taking a shot at Vince and Vince's greed. But parang, is it really the best they can do to... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's super petty. Um, yeah, exactly, was, exactly. It's very, it's very petty on uh, their end. Um, they did it with Brody Lee, RIP, but they're, now they're doing it with Matt Hardy. So I don't know how long they're going to play with this gimmick because ever since Impact, oh sorry, AEW did its very first show with Cody walking out and doing the sledgehammer thing to the to the throne, right? But we yeah. get it. You don't like the WWE and every week on AEW's official podcast, we have to hear about how, how Impact is such a great company to work for and how the WWE is not a good fit for all of us. Like, we get it, guys. You hate the WWE. But <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
Teka lang, okay. Ako, uh, medyo dissenting point of view ako because I actually like this gimmick for Matt Hardy. Number one, he's attacking Vince's greed as you pointed out, Ro. That's something I can get with. I think whether you're a wrestler or a fan, we're all upset with the greed that Vince McMahon has shown towards the yung pag, pag, uh, crackdown niya on the third-party content-creating services. So that's something I, I can live with because it's like them swiping up at the bully that they could never fight against. Yun matatanggap ko yun. Uh, but I, I understand where you're coming from when you say na it's such a tired trope na every time there's a competing show against WWE, we have to take pot shots at them. And yeah, at one point, I would have wholeheartedly agreed, but this is one case in which, yeah, go take the pot shots and reference the third-party crap as much as you want because this is for the boys and the girls. Uh, for me, because it feels like super low-hanging fruit yes. uh, to get heat. Like, okay, it's not invalid. Like, it's definitely valid. But to me, kung gusto mo maging heel, and clearly you're trying to be a heel by being a dick on screen, eventually, if you get the joke, you'll laugh at the joke and you'll think uh, it's cool. Because say, okay, uh, we're taking a shot at Vince and we don't like Vince. So eventually, we're going to cheer for it. Because, I know, because hindi natin gusto yung ginagawa niya. So, yeah, but look what happened with Private Party. They've turned heel. Now they've really bought into what Matt Hardy's saying. So I think it actually works. Like the shock factor play- played well for me coming out of Dynamite. Sana for me, ako na lang. Uh, okay, you start with Matt imitate or taking shots at Vince. Tapos, okay, now that the par- now that Private Party is heel, okay, do something else. Build up from that and make it different from just taking a shot at Vince. Yeah, we'll see you next week. It's too early to dismiss it and say na all this work is low-hanging fruit. For now, for now. The way I see it is, yes, it's a shot at the whole system of the WWE. Fine, we get it. But I'm I'm talking about the business as a whole here. Where AEW is easily beating Monday Night Raw out of all shows. About the flagship, yeah. the flagship show, huh. they're beating them in the ratings, and they still have to result to the these asinine childlike tactics. And for me, I feel like they can do better. I really think they can do better, and they need to do better because they're stepping up uh, into the ratings war. Right? They're already putting out great product; people are responding to it. Right? So I don't see why they need to result. Tactics. It's it's not really for me. Okay, switching gears here, but staying on Impact, we saw some additions and subtractions to the Impact uh, roster. Let's start with the additions, including one Matt Cardona, who is now on a limited trial run, so to speak, with regard to his his role as Impact. Parang I wouldn't call it like a ten day contract, parang sa NBA, but parang limited ulit yung appearance deal niya, de ba sa Impact? It's it's weird because he did this for AEW. And then now he's doing it for Impact, even though Impact commentary says that Cardona is now with Impact. Para siyang, para siyang nag-free trial sa Spotify or sa Netflix. So oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know when he's going to sign a long-term deal. But as far as we know now, hindi pa rin siya nag- uh, Buy it at 9.99 after uh. the first 30 days of his contract. Yeah, so um, Matt Cardona appeared on Impact, and then we also know that Taya Valkyrie is now gone, and it was also revealed this week on Impact that she shot Johnny Bravo. It was a pretty funny reveal, and it's funny how Impact always finds a way to write people out by killing them or totally eliminating them from the story or from the universe. Like, itong si Taya, 
she's apparently going to jail, at least in the implication. In the past, you had Ali getting literally killed and her soul vanishing in the ring as she dies in the hands of Rosemary or in the arms of Rosemary. You also had Broken Matt. Uh, he also got killed off or, or whatever. So it's, it's really funny how Impact tries to write these people out. I don't know. I think it's, at this point, it's a running joke. Parang nung umpisa, it was a different creative, diba? Uh, when Nikki James got pushed onto a train. That was when other people died. I think um, it's never the same creative. So at this point, I think it's a running joke that Impact apparently kills people. Especially with a Karate Man over here in my background tearing out the heart, Mortal Kombat style. Yun, isa pa yun, Ethan Page. He literally got killed. His heart got ripped out from his chest. <laughs> Super funny. I, I do appreciate yung, yung mga side comments na Tommy Dreamer saying, oh yeah, Taya might end up in jail like in Stamford or Jacksonville or uh, Baltimore. Yeah, she's not gonna like it there. Parang may ganun pa silang, ganun pa silang hirit eh. Nakakatawa siya actually. So I'm, I'm not sure how you guys feel about that given our previous um, discussion point. No, okay lang. Uh, it's not taking a shot i mean like it's not taking a bigger shot than matt hardy so feeling okay lang. i mean it's just a side joke that isn't like the focus of the of the angle you know it's just a easter egg for fans to pick up on yeah like if you know you know okay uh, another impact name who's no longer part of the company is the great madison rain who has announced that she is leaving wrestling for a full-time job elsewhere so hindi natin alam kung ano full-time job na yun. we do know that she is the mother of the children of josh matthews they're also married and that's why we have a new impact commentary team so josh matthews has been promoted to a backstage position meanwhile your new impact commentary team is matt striker and Dilo brown I know you guys have thoughts on this commentary team. First of all, kudos to Madison Rain for such a legendary impact career. Because, you know, we all know her from her singles career, but she's also a former knockouts tag team champion, multiple time impact knockouts champion, like I mentioned. She also had a short stint on the May Young Classic. You might remember her as Ashley Rain, for those of you yep. that can recall. Um, and she's and that she's been doing her, her great, a great job, really, as part of Impact Commentary. She's been doing double duty because she, she was a caller analyst, a commentator, as well as the lawyer for Johnny Swinger. So it's something double duty during her last few days in Impact Wrestling. I understand that she's had to leave wrestling for now because after such a storied career, people still need to make money. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. So... I wish her nothing but the best in her future endeavors. Not to sound like a WWE thing, but you know what it, you know what it is. Oh, genuine naman on your end, diba? Uh, genuine naman yun. Hindi naman PR release statement, yeah. Yeah, if, uh, speaking as a wrestler, if uh, you can find a source of income that is uh, steady and uh, not as physically punishing, diba? Why actually, why wouldn't you take it, right? Whether it's in the business or not. So this left uh, a change in the commentary team of Impact. So as we saw from Hard to Kill, uh, Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown debuted. And I got to say, uh, even though I wasn't a Stryker fan, most, like, um, most because of uh, his days in Lucha Underground, it is a huge, huge improvement from Josh Matthews. Because yeah. Madison Rain was, was, was okay. But a Josh Matthews, God... <laughs> Is and uh, is hard to and uh, hard to yeah, tolerate. I, I, for, okay, can I just say I don't know how this guy 
became the voice of an entire wrestling company. <laughs> like, even if we shit on Michael Cole, ang layo ng difference. Yeah, dude. There's such a large gap of talent between Josh Matthews and Michael Cole. You can stuff 10 different commentary teams before you get to Josh Matthews. So I don't know how they got stuck <laughs> with Josh Matthews, but ang layo talaga ng talent gap nila. Well, you know, back in the day when he was trying out for commentary on WWE and the smaller shows, I thought he was okay. Yeah. But he was Same, also yeah. with, I thought he, but he was with better commentators. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, beside he, him, people were actually there to lift him up, right? So the so the disparity wasn't so obvious. But now when he's just alone and he has, he's actually doing most of the heavy lifting with Madison Rain, if you think about it. So, mas nakikita mo talaga yung difference in talent eh. So, I, I mean, no no offense to Josh Matthews, but he did the best what he, can, what he could with what he had, di ba? This new team that's stepping in is actually also a nice way to signal a sort of change in the guards of Impact Wrestling, di ba? Because they're working with a new promotion now in AEW. They brought in new talent. And they're continuing to improve in, in this time of the pandemic. So good job to them. Good job to Impact Wrestling for for changing things up in the middle of this chaos. Yeah, a couple points on Josh Matthews before I wrap up your Impact Talk Point. Number one, it's it's kind of sad that in 2021, Josh Matthews still looks like Ryan Cabrera from the mid-2000s. <laughs> Number two, my biggest issue with Josh Matthews on commentary is that he really sounded like a poor man's version of Michael Cole. And that's what made him annoying to me. But uh, it, it's not easy to do what he does. In trabaho niya as a commentator, kala natin madali lang yun. But until you actually step in the booth and put on those headphones and have somebody in your ear yeah. telling you what to say and what not to say, it, it's really going to be hard to understand what goes on in that booth. So, yeah, but you and yeah. I have tried it. <laughs> you and yeah, I have done it, it several times. So I, I, I'm, to us, our little community... Here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, ito, I know what I'm talking about. Yun na lang, okay? One last thing on Michael Cole. Sige, sige, sige. I think Michael Cole, no matter what you feel about him, he has grown to a point where oh, yeah. he at least sounds like what a wrestling commentator should sound like. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Josh Matthews has not yet done so. See, Michael Cole, kasi, sorry, this very last thing. He went from being a JR replacement to being Michael Cole, essentially. He, mm, he owned his own voice, right? He took control of what he was given, and and I feel like the role is right. Josh Matthews was never really able to do that because he was always just second fiddle to whoever he was with on the commentary. So yeah, a couple of points on impact before we get to our next talk point. First, where do we think Taya will go now that she's no longer under contract to impact? Well, I don't know what the contract of Impact is like. I don't know if may no compete clause, but now that she's gone, I think she's wide open for the Women's Rumble. But I haven't heard any rumors. on whether or not papasok siya. Could be a secret. Could be a top secret. I mean, it's not impossible because andun yung asawa niya si Jomo on Raw. So keep your eye open for that. She might actually do NXT for a bit. I think maybe but WWE is the most obvious choice for her. But I want to see her on AEW. I'll give an opposing opinion. I want to see Taya on AEW just because the women's roster in AEW really needs it. They really need the star-making people. The people they can back, that can 
put up great matches, diba? people that can they can build into actual stars. Now, whether they actually build them into actual stars has yet to be determined. But people like Taya Valkyrie, diba? like like Shida, diba? people who Thunder Rosa, Baker, Thunder Rosa, diba? yeah, Mavis, well, all these guys who are just middling in the women's division, they need somebody there to just break that mold. Yeah, ito na lang. let's zoom out of impact as we wrap up this part of the podcast and say na you had an image from impact na or, or from hard to kill last uh, weekend that really stuck to my head just because it's mind-blowing that on an impact pay-per-view, you've got somebody carrying an AEW title wearing a New Japan t-shirt. Dilo alam ng New Japan yun na susuotin niyo yung shirt na yun. Wait, ito ba? Yeah, it's true. They didn't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> what a world we live in, diba? So that's, uh, that's the um, crossover world we live in right now. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll answer Admin Angela's question about yung pinaka-solid na commentary team right now. Although if you listen to us uh, two weeks ago, you know my answer. But before that, let's have Ro tell us about our friends from Lazada and how they can really help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Alright guys, alam nating tapos na ang holiday season, but I'm sure you guys are still doing your online shopping. I know there are still things that you need to buy. For everything you need to buy, Lazada. And as a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we have a special deal for you. You can use our affiliate link for Lazada to help us uh, you know, keep the lights on and do what we do here. The affiliate link you need to remember is tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada. Tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada. The best way to use that, again, you have phone, some browser and a mobile phone, para magamit nyo app. And then when you use the app, you but you you check out your, your cart from there and we get the commission we need. We get. So please, please, konting tulong lang when you do your online shopping. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Just use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash wrestling, wrestling x Lazada. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Oh my God, look at this cute person listening to this podcast. Oh. Right? So cute, grave. Good job to your parents, ha? By the way, this is Jam. And this is Dabsky. You like podcasts, right? Check ours out. We talk about... Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Local music. Overthrowing evil overlords. Butts. Space. Witches. Space witches. Denial. Cats. Dogs. Cats and dogs. So if that floats your boat... Or flies your spaceship... Check it out online and join us at Local Locus PH everywhere on social media. Sorry, Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> All right, before we get to our Kumu shoutout, sagutin muna natin yung question ni Admin Angelo in the comments. Sino yung pinaka-solid the commentary team right now? So if you listen to us a couple of weeks ago, I already gave my answer, and that is Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and Beth Phoenix from NXT. In your favorite commentary team ko today just because they bounce off each other really well, and they did it without Beth Phoenix being in the studio. So now, she's physically present sa CWC, uh, possibly because they needed someone to usher in yung uh, women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And it's even better. I, I love their chemistry, love their tandem, and it's everything I want in my wrestling commentary. 
All right, I'll go next. Uh, favorite ko ngayon, actually, hindi siya regular commentary team. But uh, whenever Chris Jericho joins yung commentary team ng AEW Dynamite uh, with the rest of them, with JR, with Excalibur, with Tony Schiavone, they are the best. Talaga. Jericho brings in the emotion that JR used to bring in in his prime. So whenever he's there, I can really feel the the feeling of the moment that's happening in front of us. So I wish that if or when or when Jericho retires, rather he takes over JR spots a dynamite commentary. No, seriously, I think JR needs to go. Tapos si Kevin lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Chino? Yeah, Chino. Uh, we'll, we'll get his answer later along with the shoutouts that on Kumu. In the Pero, meantime, let's uh, see. So uh, anything you want to no, talk no. about? No, no. I just want the. I just want uh, our listeners right now, our viewers right now, to chime in with their opinions on who their favorite commentary team right now is as well. Yeah, parang si Neil. Si Neil sabi niya it's Excalibur and Taz on Dark, and then he agrees with you na pag si Jericho on Dynamite, yun talaga, he brings the energy all the way up. Yeah, exactly, diba? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's get the SmackDown while Chino is loading. And we, we got a huge surprise this week when Shinsuke Nakamura f- uh, turned babyface na talaga. I mean, it, it seems like it because he's not really acting like a D-bag anymore. And he got his OG theme song back, which is the, one of the best theme songs in WWE ever. And they piped in face cheers for him sa Thunderdome. So, oh yeah, that, that's another face, one. Yeah. Face na siya. <laughs> Talagang, uh, it's prophecy fulfilled, I guess. Uh, this is uh, a manifestation or uh, the wish of one Daniel Bryan on, on the SmackDown creative team fulfilled. Uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, writer is Daniel Bryan's uh, SmackDown. Wait, what? So, yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. Wow. Uh, no, I, I did not know. Yeah, yeah, he, he is part, he has been with creative for some time now. I, I don't know when exactly last year it happened. Wow. But, um, if, if you are seeing people getting pushed on SmackDown, he can be, I don't know. He can be thanked for it, like like with Cesaro, right? Like from you know, from this week's from last week's episode. So I think yeah. um, he wanted to push Nakamura more, and now we're getting it. Uh, we don't know kung the, what the big plans for WrestleMania is are. I think uh, it's a big feud with Cesaro, but it could be anything at this point. Now that we are getting something we want in Nakamura being face. Can I just say that Daniel Bryan is the gift that keeps on giving? Like, holy crap, that revelation is really proof that Daniel Bryan is God's gift to professional wrestling. Yeah, it's quiet yung ano, yung, yung balitang yun. I, I only found out about it through backgrounds of other news stories. That's nuts. It, it's insane. In other SmackDown news, KO is back and Adam Pierce put the bait and switch using the card subject to change clause in sa mga kontrata. So that's how we're getting Roman Reigns versus Adam, uh, Adam Pearce. Like Kevin Owens, again, at the Rumble. He's injured. And according yeah, to WWE did. contracts, the card is always subject to change. So we get... Another... When we buy tickets, the card subject to change. They are not wrong about that. And it's actually the first time that Adam Pearce looked kind of credible to me as an official. Maybe because we're always used to smarmy official figures, the evil, evil-looking officials, and that now he's being bullied this entire time when he was able to pull a one-up against Roman, it actually made me cheer for him. Oh, good job, Adam Pearce. You found your backbone. 
Sabi ni Ricky sa ating ano sa, sa review niya on Smart Henry, he wanted to see Adam Pierce compete talaga. What do, what do you guys think? Did you want to see Adam Pierce go one last time? Do you think he could have done that? I think he could have if he really wanted to. But I also think that he must have felt it would have been a disservice to the other active uh, roster members. The same way now we feel towards Goldberg coming back and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, getting this championship opportunity against Goldberg. I think see si Adam Pierce has that self awareness in him, which kung ito nga kung tama nga tayo, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I agree too. I feel like as a professional, he feels he knows that the people who are actually putting the time in uh, in the ring should be out there performing, diba? Since he's essentially a producer, I'm pretty sure he's g- gotten accustomed to the backstage part of the job and would feel very awkward if he indeed does wrestle again. I don't know how he was during his career as a wrestler. Diba? People are posting old-school throwback pics, but those were some time ago, diba? And, and Ringrust is a very real, very kayfabe thing. So we actually don't know how he'll perform, but I think he's smart enough to acknowledge that as well. Yeah. Um, one more thing on Adam Pierce. He went on Twitter today to, to explain yung reklamo natin na bakit yung ibang wrestlers, they can just say, I am declaring for the Royal Rumble, but si Drew Gulak and Ricochet, they had to qualify and they lost. So your explanation of Adam Pierce is certain superstars are, of, are afforded that ability by management and other superstars are not. And si Adam Pierce, he only enforces the rules, not creates them. Honestly, ako, I can live with that rule. I can live with that explanation. Sana lang they had the time to explain that on TV. Make it part of canon. If you can explain a rule or a story uh, device that way, okay lang eh. Pero don't leave it to social media. I'm so tired of all these explanations being relegated to social media posts. You have TV time. Three hours of TV time on Raw. What the he's hell? Not the, he's not the only one doing that, too. Uh, Nikki Cross has been putting out some very good promos, promos, uh, video clips on Twitter saying that she's not happy with the way she's being booked and how she's being misused as part of the roster. You have Ali and the rest of Retribution uh, taking their stories online as well. So it's really just a matter of bad management in terms of storytelling here. Because you clearly have the time for it. You have three hours. And what do you choose to focus on? Randy Orton in a mask? (laughs) No, man. Lashley stepping on one foot and Riddle selling the other. Sabi okay. ni John, sabi ni John Russell Tan, si Adam Pierce bilang Rumble entrant. Well, hey, why not? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but he he already uh, excused himself from a world title match. So sa pa siya sa Royal Rumble for a world title match when he could have had a world title match uh, without having to Rumble. do the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I agree with Rowan's comments. Sabi niya, the only thing that should be relegated to social media is the twenty four seven championship. Dude, we don't even see that on TV anymore. Yeah, barely at uh, this point. So I don't even know why our truth isn't doing yung yung mga social media videos niya as much. Dati nung ano nung bago pa yung twenty four seven championship, madami ng videos. Yeah, ano we got a lot tum- of those. Dami, bakit yung tumigil bigla and why no one was allowed to win the championship on Twitter anymore, with the exception of Angel Garza on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Sobrang random eh, no? 
Okay, uh, one more thing from SmackDown that we kind of like. Apollo Crews might be joining the Bloodline slash the Island of Relevance slash the Table. Um, we, we saw a tease of it nung si Roman Reigns and Apollo Crews were spotted backstage on SmackDown. So, what do you guys think of this? I think they're doing something with it because they started with uh, the Heyman thing sa Talking Smack two weeks ago. Then they followed it up no, with, uh, with the, that backstage segment. So, I think... It's going somewhere. You can't just do that two weeks in a row and not have it go somewhere. Yeah, I f- like it because like we said last week, it's something we haven't seen from Apollo Crews. Right? We haven't seen that heel side of him as of late or ever, really. So to see him not only be part of a faction that is just going to boost his career because it's Roman Reigns, it's also going to help him express himself more because it, it helps him explore the facets he has yet to touch. Yeah, I like that the bloodline or the island of relevance or whatever they want to call themselves is getting a non Samoan member. It's, <laughs> oh, it's nice to include someone who's not in the family, just to keep it fresh. Right? Well, hey, okay. right? <laughs> well, yes. okay. no, no, no. That, that's, that's a great point. Paul Heyman is white, well, he's he is a Jew. A punk- he is a Tom Hagen of their uh, of their little group. Oh. <laughs> he is a Jew, so so there's that. He's Jewish, yeah. He's okay. Jewish, not a Jew. Sorry, he 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 is Jewish. Yes. Let's go to NXT, which was upset city this week. Let let me just say, uh, both the men's side and the women's side of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, poor upset. Siraning bracket ko basically. I I wanted to predict the women's uh, tag team classic brackets. But uh, I don't know if it even makes sense anymore because I did not see Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez getting eliminated in round one. Yeah, me neither. But uh, I guess you gotta give some time to the uh, to the more est- or the yeah. established quote unquote tag teams in the women's division. No, I don't. Who do you think's winning this though? Looking at the bracket we have now, which includes the renamed Priscilla Kelly, Marina Shafir is here. I don't know why. Wait, what's the name of Priscilla Kelly? Zoe Stark? Is that it right? is Gigi no, 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 Dolan. Gigi Dolan. Yeah, Gigi, Gigi Dolan. Gigi, ah. Gigi Dolan. Okay, fun fact time. Gigi Go Dolan. Gigi, I don't know where Dolan came from, comes from, but Gigi actually comes from Gigi Allen, who uh, is also the shared last name of one Mr. Ah. Darby Allen. But they divorced each other. Yes, they yeah, are divorced. They are not together anymore, but they are both heavy Gigi Allen fans. Now, Gigi Allen is a notorious punk rocker from the 80s. Now, people, he would shit on it, literally poop on his <laughs> audience and, and, and throw fecal matter at This is a very real guy uh, who's no longer with us and actually start, fight, start fights with his fans. So he was really a, a character, if you could say that. And, and it's somebody that apparently Priscilla Kelly and Darby both look up to. Yeah, I, I hope na hanggang dun lang. I hope they don't throw fecal matter at yeah. people <laughs> too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who. Sana, ano? Sana Dakota and Raquel. I want Dakota and Raquel to win. If not them, the female branch of the way is what I'm going for. I, I wouldn't like mind be- seeing K&K win. You know, I feel like because... The female branch of the way has Candice. I wouldn't put past. I wouldn't put it past NXT to drop them in the first round because they made the, they made that strong team like Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez uh, drop out in the first round. So I wouldn't put it past them, especially since you have um, you indie darlings like Priscilla Kelly and Elena Black. Hmm. 
or FKA Priscilla Kelly and Elena Black. Okay. All right. Other upsets that we saw, we saw Lucha House Party defeat Imperium. What the hell? <laughs> uh, I have no idea either. Um, Why? Lucha, House my, Lucha House Party is my boys, but uh, you gets? I don't know what's going on. I, I feel I feel like they're doing this just so Lucha House Party can face Legado. Oh they my! Get yeah, that, that's pretty it, much right? it. Yeah, but yeah. at the expense of Imperium, something weird. Although Again, we did I ask get why. We did get to see uh, Alexander Wolf come in from the UK, so now we know that he's coming from the UK. Well, we knew that from Pete Dunn. But so now, where is Jordan Devlin? We need yeah, yeah. Jordan Devlin back. That's it. So that's the real cruiserweight champion. Yeah, will the real cruiserweight champ please step forward? Right, uh, that takes care of NXT. Um, let's go to some outside-the-ring news. Ito, I- I'm really happy about this. Um, this week, there are images in a gleek of future Funko Pops that will be sold. So you've got 2003 Rock and 2003 Austin in a ring. That's a big deal. Kasi kasama it, it, ring. Yeah, kasama ring. So it's a, it's a package, I believe. And they call it uh, Funko, Funko Moment, I think is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Hollywood Rock and super late-era Stone Cold. There's an individual Stone Cold. You're also getting Drew McIntyre. And it boggles my mind that there's Funko Pops si Drew McIntyre. When he's been champion for about a year now. And, and of course, I'm saving the best for last. You've got Edge and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero being a GameStop exclusive. So, it's more than compared to it's everybody else. It's WrestleMania 20, Eddie. Yes, WrestleMania 20, Eddie. Holy crap. I need this in my life. I need both the Eddie and Edge ones in my life. Yung, yung Edge design is his outfit from the 2020 Royal Rumble when he returned. So, you know how you said it was a GameStop exclusive? I know yeah. where my first stop will be as soon as the plane <laughs> touches down. It's going to be to get, wait, no, first of all, it's going to get vaccinated. That's the first thing. And then it's going to GameStop. Because, no, it, uh, it's vaccination, it's, uh, then quarantine, and then GameStop. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, order online. <laughs> so yeah, if, if any of you guys in the stream are really into Funko Pops or action figures, let me know what you think. Because I haven't been this, this excited about a Funko Pop in, in quite a while. And it's, it's taken every fiber of my being to not shop for Pops while we, we've all been stuck at home. But seeing Eddie and Edge be available, I'm like, crap, I have to break that personal vow. <laughs> I will say that Funko Pop prices tend to shoot up when something is hyped uh, this much. So if you were going to get the Eddie Pop or the Edge Pop or any anything from this series, jump on it while it's still retail. Because if you wait a while, it'll shoot up to five figures easy. Yeah, there are actually local retailers or resellers who are already offering pre-orders for the Eddie Pop. Yeah. And I saw wow. online that they're worth 1,400 pesos. Which for a limited edition pop like Eddie's or a special edition one na available lang sa, sa isang retailer like GameStop is uh, sort of the, the standard price. Because normal pops are like 595, 695, maybe 895. But this since yun nga, it, it's in uh, limited release form, major expected na aabot siya ng yeah. 1,000 plus. Not so Good sure about the Xbox. Good luck to you guys. Sana mahomo agad Gina while the price is low. Yeah, I'm texting my brother right now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Tang GameStop buwasa. Pwede naman pre-order online yan? I was, actually, I was actually hoping for Magic Spoon because I want free cereal. But wow. GameStop is not that. <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about our favorite Royal Rumble debuts and returns. If as early as now may idea na kayo, hit us up in the comment section. We want to know your favorite returns and debuts from the Royal Rumble. We'll, we'll try to look back on those. For now, though, Chino, let's tell our listeners how they and their online shopping on Shopee can help support the podcast. Yes, it's very easy to help us out here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast because of all your support, Stan and Ro can get to put up amazing screen caps as background. So, and you can do so by logging on to Shopee using our unique referral link that is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPX Shopee. So type that into your browser and it'll lead you to the Shopee app. If you don't have the app, it's easy enough to get on any of your app stores. But you have the App Store, the Google Play Store, Huawei App Gallery. Get it, download it, use our link, and every successful checkout we have gets us a little commission to help us here on the Resting Resting Podcast. All right, uh, now Ro, let's tell our listeners naman about Mr. Speedy because of course in this time, diba, kailangan pa rin natin ng reliable careers. Yeah, speaking of pasabay, so Stan, I, I have shirts with you from our WWE That's right. shop pasabay uh, from last year. And you know what Stan's going to do is he's going to Mr. Speedy the shirts to me. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to take advantage of an exclusive Mr. Speedy code that uh, we have with uh, with them uh, because you, have, uh, you are our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast listener. He can ship. Those shirts for enough for 50 pesos off using the code Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. So for first time Mr. Speedy uh, users and customers, you can get 50 pesos off your first delivery by using the code Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. Use it now. All right, let's take another break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Psst, kailang kalas nag joyride. Alam mo yung may kasama ka, sobrang tawa lang kayo ng tawa, sabaw yung usapan nyo, kahit saan kayo dali ng trip nyo, ayos lang. Tapos biglang tatahimik, lalalim yung usapan, magiging intellectual, emotional. Ngayon, kahit stuck ka mag-isa sa bahay, sa traffic, sa trabaho, pwede ka nang sumabay sa Joyride of Intellectual Wall Conversations sa podcast kong Sabayan with Victor, produced by Podcast Network Asia. Sabay na sa Sabayan with Victor. Chino, let's get to some shoutouts on Kumu, shall we? Hey, let's first give a special shout-out to Kyle. Kyle! The Palachot. Yo! The Palachot si Kyle on my very last live stream. Thank hey. you, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Also, saying what's up to a few new joiners, Raymond101 and user... 6824716. Thank you for joining us here on Kubu. Guys, please keep smashing those hearts. Keep letting the people know that you love this wrestling talk here on Kubu. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, let's get to uh yung, yung topic that we were so excited to get to for this week. And these are our favorite Royal Rumble debuts or returns. And I think ito yung pinaka-inaabangan natin, di ba? Whenever a Royal Rumble happens, like who's going to surprise us? What type of stuff will WWE pull out of its butt for the 30-man and 30-woman Royal Rumble? So, sige, uh, si Bruce uh, nagko-comment, we never got Chino's answer for his favorite commentary team. Sige, Chino, oh, yeah, while you're that, here. That, 
Nagahangyo internet ko. That's my bad. But one of my favorite teams to listen to right now is actually Vic Joseph and Wayne Barrett. I, I really like Wayne Barrett on commentary. Beth Phoenix on there is not a bad job, not a bad addition as as well. Beth gives like the female angle as well as a legitimate wrestling angle on, on her part. Parang a face analyst to Wayne's pagkahil. So I, I like both sides of the coin there on NXT. I also like, I saw it somewhere up here, sabi yatang admin Angela to, Taz and <laughs> Excalibur. Because even if I cram on them every week, it's like <laughs> just the two titos just talk. Just two, two titos just just do open mic for two hours or however long the dark episode lasts, diba? The cracking you call me inum sila, tumotoma ata sila uh, habang yeah. ito commentary. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they have a couple of beers under the desk there, diba? I mean, they <laughs> recorded after Dynamite, so baka pwede na. <laughs> yeah, right, diba? Also, Ricky Starks, he was actually a great addition to that team. Every time, sayang siya kasi he's a wrestler and he's still young and still very active. But when he's on there, he adds like a particular charisma to the whole side. Of, he's a really good talker. There. He's a very good talker. And I like it every time there. Because he's bantered with the Taz. And that they talk about uh, Team Taz things. Right? It, it's very good. They talk about going out as Team Taz. They talk about getting stuff as Team Taz. It's it's a very good dynamic they have with Dirty Starks. All right, okay. Uh, game. Let's look through the comment section right now for Royal Rumble returns and debuts. Uh, Bruce uh, threw in his first entry, and that's Edge from last year. Ako, personally, I- I'll probably have to say this as well, just because of the meaning of it all and how for a long time, you know, we we've been wondering, will we ever get to see Edge again? Will we ever get to have you? Moment now, we'd hear Metalingus inside a stadium, na na ganun ka high energy and. I'm just so thankful that we got it before the world shut down and that it actually <laughs> happened in front of actual people. So, you know, when, when that happened at Skinny Mike's, everybody in our Discord chat uh, was like, Oi, boy, pa ba si Stan? Uh, how, how's he doing? I was there uh, taking a swig of beer and shedding tears. So <laughs> I, uh, it, it was a real moment for me. So it, it's up there in my favorite wrestling memories, period. Yeah, the good thing about that Edge moment was that it was uh, rumored I mean, it wasn't rumored for the Rumble, I think. Or I can't remember if it was. But the return was kind of rumored. But it was months before that. So parang there was enough time for it to be a real surprise. Nah, uh, we knew Edge was coming, but we never really knew when. And it it added to our genuine surprise. Because nobody was expecting when it was going to happen. Or if it would happen at all. So good job to them on making that Edge thing a beautiful moment. You want to add anything to this, Chino, to the Edge stuff? Yeah, no. Sabi ni Jackie, baka daw bumalik si Edge this year. Edge is actually cleared for competition. He's been cleared for quite some time. They've actually just been putting him on the sidelines for a reason, and that reason being that there are no fans in attendance. So when Edge does make his comeback, if it is indeed against Randy Orton, like was previously stated in some dirt sheets, it should it might be Mania this year because Mania is planning to have fans in attendance uh, this time around. So Raymond James uh, Stadium. So Yo. so we might have to wait until Mania to see Edge again. I was going to say another uh, surprise return that we can't leave off, or surprise in particular, was AJ Styles. Diba? That debut yeah. in 2016, we were there at Skinny Mike's for that moment. Na nag-erupt yung buong bar for that one. And 
in a way, medyo similar siya to the Edge thing. Now, we didn't know if it would happen. And we even went through the entire charade of predicting it dun sa the Wrestling Gods row, if you remember. <laughs> right? We were actually wondering among ourselves if we would see AJ, Nakamura, Gallows and Anderson in the Royal Rumble. And a 25% batting average for that year was not bad at all. Mm, tama, tama. Uh, Kyle says uh, the Good Brothers was one of his favorite Rumble debuts. Uh, did that happen at the Rumble? Parang, no, no, they debuted good, on Raw. They yeah, ran the raw after. The raw after, yeah. Not no, not the raw after. It took a while. It, it took them a while, yeah. After uh, after AJ. Okay. So yeah, I want to touch on what Angela said here. Say it was gonna be my answer then, since we already talked about Edge. One of my favorite surprised Rumble returns was Cena in 2008 at number 30. Uh, I I remember where I was when this happened. I was in UP. We were still in college. We were. Uh, we were yeah, you were in college. I, I was in high school. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I was a year ahead. I was in UP. I was in a computer shop's uh, shopping center, uh, rest in peace shopping center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, those were the days. And not gonna soon Ah, freshman because it's January two thousand eight. That was still my first, second second term of my first year, and I was watching on a live stream on the what was then fast internet of a computer shop, and nobody expected. Uh, Cena to be in at number 30. So you, as we all know, as we all knew back then, he was injured and it didn't, it wasn't uh, until, he wasn't supposed to come back until much, much later. So he sh- he rehabbed like hell. He surprised everyone. And at that point, th- that was the peak of, an, of Boo Cena mania. But everyone hated him back then. But for that moment, when he, when the, the first chords of the time is now appeared i mean uh, sounded on the pa system everyone cheered in the arena and then they got right to booing him so you can tell that people really did like cena they just weren't cool about admitting that back then yeah uh, like speaking of, yeah speaking of things we aren't so cool about uh <laughs> are you gonna say something are you gonna add something no, no, no. to this time? Go no go no, no, no. okay so my, my my pick for this is actually triple h during that rumble where Roman Reigns had to defend his title. Uh, Triple H was such an unexpected entrant to this, even though he set the stipulation from the very beginning. But I feel like when he came out, he was like the final boss nobody expected. Uh, he, uh, Roman Reigns was basically running through everybody, all 29 guys, and then here comes Triple H, the final boss. And it was such an unexpected twist. I remember being in the uh, viewing party for this, and people were just losing their minds when he actually won because nobody saw it coming. Like nobody would expect Hunter <laughs> to be this self-centered, but he actually is. Yeah, he booked himself to win. Though I, I don't think. Yeah, this is 2016 when AJ debuted. Same yeah, rumble. Exactly. Same rumble, right? and nobody expected him to win, but he did, and the rest is history. And it's actually very, very surprising. Here's one for the women's side. What about Michelle McCool, the first ever women's rumble? Like for me, that was a big surprise because as far as we knew, after she'd married the Undertaker, she was done with wrestling, or at least with you know being in the ring. So to see her not only come out at number 14, but eliminate five women, I think that was the record at the time for the first rumble, was huge. Yeah. Um well, that rumble, that women's rumble, was was star studded because they needed to pad out the the thirty entrants with legends. Kasi yeah. kulang yung kulang yung roster nila dun. So mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like the biggest surprise for me. Like I was more surprised with people like Molly Holly, who I thought would never see back in the WWE. 
as active competitors. Oh, eh, as no? active competitors, yeah. Abby is saying in the comment section na same sila ni Chino with Triple H in 2016. And she shares na nandun siya sa room ng parents niya, her dad was asleep, and then si Abby tumili <laughs> when Triple H's music played, so nagalit yung tatay niya. Yan, yung tuloy. <laughs> nagalit rin si Uncle. Uncle. Si Rowan, I think, is saying something. Yeah, uh, Rowan is asking if there will be a live crowd at this year's Mania. <clears throat> it's actually been confirmed by Stephanie McMahon. She announced oh, okay. it during an interview with TMZ Sports. Now, according to her, the plans moving forward are to get crowds in attendance for this year's WrestleMania, but how they go about that and how much the tickets will cost and all that have yet to be determined. So if you're planning to make your trek all the way to Florida this year, hold on. WWE's got your back. Quarantine case of Florida on 14 days. John Russell Tan says, Gusto niya final two ng 2007. So that uh, was looking, The Undertaker. And Shawn Michaels. So I think yeah. uh, that was like a precursor to their WrestleMania matches, but not, not quite yet, if I remember yeah. correctly. If, if you watch The Last Ride, and I know, um, was that Euro or Chino? Yeah, yeah, not me. I haven't seen it yet. No, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. I've finished it, yeah. Yeah, so Taker actually mentions that as early as the 07 Rumble, they were already planting seeds for yung back-to-back nila in 09 and 10. Oh, yeah. So there, that that explains a lot actually. Another favorite, favorite, another favorite surprise of mine. Um, I'm gonna go with a two for here. Sami Zayn in 2016 and Ty Dillinger in 2017. So <laughs> this is the time. Okay, okay. So so Sami Zayn, uh, diba, this is the time na sobrang lakas pa nung, nung generation nila from NXT, and everyone is rooting for Sami versus Kevin Owens. And then Sami comes out, and who does he go for when he comes out? Kevin freaking Owens. So that sets up yung, yung story nila for the next year on the main roster. With Ty Dillinger, he came out at number 10 and it was perfect. Like, this was the time when WWE still gave a crap about Ty Dillinger and actually planned to push him as a babyface. So mm. I believe he was the only NXT representative in that year's Rumble. And then you had Jack Gallagher, remember him? Uh, <laughs> as the only cruiserweight God. representative that year. Okay, uh, Sinil Naman uh, was saying, I think Edge had a return. I think the 2010 Rumble was his first return, and that was his first Rumble win as well. Comeback beard <laughs> in the first one. And I, I, I kind of remember that, yeah. Uh, I remember it because I didn't think that he needed to win the Rumble <laughs> back then, but he still did anyway. And then he ended up losing to Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 26. So, all right. So, the twenty twenty Rumble um, is a much better return for Edge for for far obvious reasons. Here's somebody you might not remember. Taz actually made his WWE debut inside the Royal Rumble. He debuted on the two thousand Royal Rumble inside Madison Square Garden. Taz is a New York boy, so you can imagine the pop that they got from Taz. Yeah. How about I know uh, two thousand nine Rob Van Dam. So RVD came back, but he'd been out of WWE for a while, and he makes it all the way to the Final Four. I don't remember this. Wow. He came back in 2009? Yeah, he did. He did. I believe in Final Four that year was Randy Orton, who ends up winning, Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, and another person that I don't remember Probably John Cena. I'm looking at it right now. Triple H. Oh, there. Triple H. It had to be either Cena or Triple H. So there, yeah. 2009. 2004 was another one. Uh, we, we know who won that year. Uh, it, was ben, it was Benoit. But the surprise return was one Mick Foley. 
So right. Mick Foley comes out and he doesn't last long in the Rumble, but what he does there is set up his story with Randy Orton or continue yung feud nila and it sets up their road to WrestleMania. Yung pala yun, no? I, I, I don't remember Mick Foley in that Rumble. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he didn't last long. Wala pa siyang yeah. one minute in that rumble. Ah, okay. Kaya pala, kaya pala. Kasi the... Speaking of people na wala pang one minute, I remember the one year the rumble actually had all three members of the commentary team in the rumble. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. <laughs> 2011. 2011, yes, yes. Right. The 40-man yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah, Michael Cole, get up from his booth, walk to the ring, and then get eliminated. And then after a few entries, the king did the same thing. And then you know it's But then Booker T does the same exact God. thing. It's just a hot mess all around. It's just ridiculous. Jesus Christ. This is I think it was Rio enough proof. That was a bad... Yeah, yeah it was the, the Rio Rumble. It was a bad idea to expand to 40. <laughs> no, now it would be a good idea. I'll send them to WWE. But then, back then, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. they were just stretching themselves there. Like, they didn't have uh, let's ask Chino, anong year yung three faces of Foley in the same rumble? Tinatanong ni Abby. I'm bad at years, but I do remember that rumble you are talking about. It okay, is, let's, let's research it now. <laughs> I, I'm bad at years, Abby. Sorry. I, but I know the rumble you're talking about. Na, na eliminate siya, I believe, as, as Cactus Jack first, and then as Duke Love. And then Mankind. I remember that rumble you're talking about, but I can't help you with the Aaron is saying that Jericho's 2013 Rumble return was cool. So that was his first Rumble in a long time, but he actually returned the year prior, January 2012. So people were speculating who's the mysterious vignettes. And then turns out Jericho was trolling us. And then the year after, in 2013, if I'm not mistaken, was when he basically was like an Iron Man in that Rumble. Now he went the distance. Either 13 or 12, yun, actually. So, I remember the trolling. Yeah. I, I really remember the trolling. <laughs> yeah, we were in college then. So I remember yeah. that very well. And, and the, mm-hmm. a, a big rumble debut uh, was Rusev. He actually debuted. Yeah, the holy crap! Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Oh, I remember. I remember now. Twenty fourteen. Ah, twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Yeah, Alexander pa yung pangalan niya. Yeah, before yeah. he had Tank, the Hot Wife, and the Third Party Stream. He actually debuted on the rumble. Uh, Jackie's saying that nineteen ninety eight, you three faces of Foley in the same rumble. Wow, there we go. It's been a white attitude era. It's very modern. Siya. No, uh, no, no. This was very attitude era. Yeah. Rusev, Rusev, yeah. Okay, uh, last couple of entries for my favorite Rumble surprises. Do, do we count Ronda Rousey here? Since she did debut after a Royal Rumble at the Royal Rumble pay per view. She just, I, I don't know, man. Um, she mean, wasn't in the Rumble, but she did debut yeah. at the Rumble event. Yeah, she just so posted, right? She, she was, was pointing at the sign. She was pointing yeah, at the sign. That's what she did. I hated that. I was really angry. Yeah. Um, I, I was at Skinny Mike's when that happened, and I was telling everyone around me, "Nah, fuck this shit." <laughs> uh, it was it was a good one yeah. to to get to get casual viewers in, but. It would have been okay, but the weird thing was that she just pointed at the sign without really uh, explaining what she was doing there. Okay, you point at the sign, you pretty much saying that you have aspirations for WrestleMania. But could have been a got. much better execution. Yeah. Which she got, so hey. Yeah, Rowan, we, we uh, mentioned Ty Dillinger Kanina, like uh, one of the first few entries that we talked about. 
So if you have any other any other Royal Rumble surprises, yung mga debuts, returns, like Bubba Ray Dudley in 2015, diba? we didn't see that coming. Uh, hit us up in the comment section. But the fun facts, you can leave it there. Karma, oh, yeah, thank karma. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good the one. Men's, the men's rumble. I love the that. Men's rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering that before that, she'd never had a match. That was actually her in-ring debut. Yes, and oh. apparently that's her only official WWE match. Man. So, because she had to leave soon after, right? because she got pregnant. But that, yeah, for yeah. what it was worth, for, what, for however long... Carmo was there. She made an uh, impact again. Sorry about the pun. I couldn't think of another <laughs> way. Yeah, uh, the women entering the men's rumble. Diba? Beth Phoenix, um, China, diba? Diba, and Nia Jax. Nia Jax lasted a while. <laughs> yeah, she did. And then she had that moment with uh, Randy Orton. Right, yeah. China, so, another good one. Yeah. yeah, so there. I was trying to think of another one. Oh, oh, here, here's a Royal Rumble fun fact. Devon Dudley has never been in a Royal Rumble match. Oh, wow. Oh, Bubba okay. Ray has. That's, that's weird. Bubba <laughs> Ray has, yes. But Devon has never been in the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, let, let that sink in. So, there. Those are our Royal Rumble moments, my favorite memories of uh, surprises and returns. If you have any other na hindi nakahabol, hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter. For me, it is at underscore Stan C. It's at Row is War for Row, and for Chino, it is at Chino Supersized. All right, time for us to put this episode to bed, starting with our picks of the week. Row, let's start with you. Okay, my pick of the week is from last week's NXT UK. It's Volta versus A Kid for the, I think it was for the UK Championship, but it I was for the UK Championship. Yeah, because it also didn't feel like it was, but it, it was because he it pretty much accepted uh, A-Kid's challenge. But it was really good. It, it's like a step below Ilya Dragunov versus Walter, which is saying something. Uh, really good match, a really good TV main event. Go catch that. I'll go next from SmackDown last Friday, um, you know, US time, Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Um, it was one of those TV matches that you know was going to be fun. And you were going to enjoy just seeing these two guys go at it because it's Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. And then when finished finish and Cesaro won, I was like, yo, the <laughs> are legit. So it, it, it was a pretty good match. And I loved how uh, Cesaro is being pushed again. Sana ito na, finally, na hindi na ulit maudlot. Right. My pick also comes from an NXT, OG NXT this time. It's the fight pit. Tommaso yeah. Ciampa versus Timothy Thatcher. That's all I have to say. This brutal <laughs> yeah, yeah. fighting and, and very gritty. It, I like how they're treating Thatcher. They actually found the, a niche for him to fit in. And it's for those guys that love to see just a guy kick other people's butts. Right. So, Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Ciampa, the fight pit. My honorable mention actually goes to Raw because in all that thirdiness that we got this Monday, there was a shining beacon. <laughs> and that was AJ Styles versus Ricochet. It's pretty good. Uh, but it's not Prince Ricochet, man. It's not Ricochet, but the way AJ caught him off into that uh, Styles clash. First of all, a Styles clash on TV. When was the last time we saw that? Second of all, wow, what a finish. So <laughs> I would say if you could catch one match on the Raw, catch that. Guys, sobrang bangis ng fight pit. I just gotta say, I love the image of the fight pit. I love the profile of the wrestlers that they've put in the fight pit. Uh, I, I want them to treat that gimmick match as sacred as, as they can. And um, if, if Timothy Thatcher can remain undefeated in the fight pit forever, I would be very happy. Great stuff. Okay, uh, let's get some plugs before we get out of here. Let's start with Ro and yung Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon. 
All right, guys. Uh, if you want to talk more, or you want to hear us talk more about wrestling that we don't have time for on this stream, so that's uh, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, pay per views. So we talk about that on our Patreon. We have post show reviews that you can listen to. Uh, if you want to discuss more, we also have a Discord community that, uh, again, we can discuss with fellow wrestling fans. Uh, being part of our Patreon also entitles you to like exclusive merch, watch parties of pay-per-views, live or you know delayed telecast. Like the Royal Mateo. Rumble. Yeah, yeah. The Royal Rumble is going to be the subject of a watch party live on February 1, Manila time. And the good thing is you can subscribe to our Patreon for a low, low price of 250 pesos per month. Uh, if you can support us, please do. Uh, I don't think you'll regret it at all. So much more content to be availed of. And of course... Also, you get please, a face mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exclusive merch. Yes. Uh, then, of course, uh, other than the Patreon, please, please continue to, re- continue to read smarthenry.com. All right? All right. All right. Uh, ito para kay Chino to. I finally wrote that theme song Tuesday article on Tarzan Boy, so check that yeah. out. Uh, I was reading it too over the weekend, so good job, Stad. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, uh, Chino, let's tell everybody what's uh, what, what's on your plate. Okay, so we have the penultimate episode of Class Cloud. Actually, the last two episodes of season number one coming out real soon. To, uh, tomorrow morning, expect an episode about retro collecting with our friends Angela Mendez, Jimmy Labrador, and newbie uh, comedian McCoy Castillo. They'll talk to us all about all the action figures they grew up with, as well as collecting toys, where they go to find them, the lengths they go to to find them. That's the tomorrow on Class Clown. But a week after that is our very last season finale, and I did not get a Campo, but I did get Oh. Professor Shao Chua, who is oh, also nice. a historian, nice, nice. who is also a, a historian, um, and we we are going to talk about history as well as my former history blockmate. That's right, I used to study history too. Learn about <laughs> that and more on the final episode of season number one. On Wait, blockmate is Shao Chua? No, I didn't know about that. No, Shao Chua so, went to UP, dude. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I, I didn't. I didn't know. But he, he teaches in Lasalle now. He teaches in Lasalle. Oh, yeah. yeah, but but he went to UP, and you know there there are a lot of things that can happen to you when you're in UP. Ka. Like, you <laughs> recruit ka na kwa ng org, you recruit ka na mga frat or soro, makikita mo si Zoro. Pero parang hindi ka ata magiging NPA or mga encounter ng sabulab don. Kasi yung mga lab panganamin sobrang rudimentary na. What more yung mga high tech lab for you know substances na na illegal. So just but, gotta put that naman. out there. Anyway, for On Deck, you can check out my episode with Rika Garcia, our podcast, who's part of the Halo Halo Show. She talks about being a kid who was really, really a fan of The Morning Rush and now being a host on The Morning Rush. What a too-good-to-be-true story, um, Full circle indeed. And then next week, you've got Chris Chuper stopping by and joining me on deck. For the podcast, though, you've got a special episode that is about to be released. Uh, we recorded an episode with Sam C. all the way from Singapore. He'll talk to us about the Lockdown Cup and Red Dot Wrestling. And then uh, on February 4th, yeah, that's the oh. first Thursday of February. We've got Jake Cuenca joining us to review the Royal Rumble. So there's so much on our plate, and we're really excited to bring all of that to you. Now, we can't do this without Babyface producer Nikai and Babyface producer Sola, uh, who are here to help us out and help us put all these episodes together. And thank you to the Podcast Network Asia family as well 
for letting us do what we do best. And that is, as Vin says, entertain. On that <laughs> note, we got to get out of here. This week's episode is in the books. Please don't forget to mask up, practice social distancing, wash your hands, stay safe. On behalf of Ro Moran and Shino Liao, my name is Stan C saying thanks and peace out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.